I don't know. If anybody's on, uh, you have to log out and log back in. You might, you might not be listening right now. You're probably on the air. Uh, let's see if it works. All right, let's see it. Let's 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 try it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, can you hear us out there? How do we sound? Please give us some feedback in the chat room. Do I still sound like Max Hedrum? <laughs> Somebody mentioned. You sound worse than that. I sound amazing. No, you don't. What? I, Somebody's telling me, you a lie. Some everybody tells me my voice is like oh, really nice. Oh fucking Christ! Oh my God! You're telling me that all this time <sighs> that my head is blown up, that it's not my voice, that people. Wow. Oh, Greg Kerwood says much better. Thank you, Greg. All right. So we are back online. Uh, our voices seem to be heard. And um, my voice is angelic as usual. With uh, Jamie and Hector hating on my amazing, amazing throat sounds. Get on with the show. Get on with the show. <laughs> this guy is so full of himself. I swear to God. Oh, man. I, I just love myself so much. All right. Let's go. Let's go. It's, right, they let's say it. it sounds good. Let's do this. Let's do it. So All we right. have a special guest coming in on. You can uh, yes, say yes. it again. Yes, yes. We have our brothers Mike Hernandez and Adrian Salgado. Coming in, uh, Mike is from Corpus Christi, Texas, and Adrian is from, whoa, I just went out there, from uh, Austin, Texas, and they will be calling in. They're from Local 657. They both have been discharged by the company for a little, uh, about a year now, and uh, both still have uh, pending uh, charges. So we're waiting for um, for them. They're going to be calling in around uh, 3 o'clock. And uh, we will be hearing from them on what's been going on with their local and how they were treated. And it's a very interesting story, so stay tuned. Um, real quick, I would like to mention some, uh, some honorable mentions of some people who passed away. We have a woman from Local 177, Matt R., who passed away. She's a mother of three. Um, if you can, there is a GoFundMe page. Um, look for Mothers of Three. Mother of Three dies, dies tragically. GoFundMe by Angelina Bricanti. Please help out any way you can. She left three children behind, and uh, the children's stepfather is dealing with all the uh, funeral arrangements. His name's Michael Yanoski. So help or Yanasi, So please help him as if anybody can help. Again, Mother of Three dies tragically is the GoFundMe by Angelina Bricanti. We also have a member from Suffolk who passed away, uh, one of our sisters in Small Sort in Long Island, the Farmingville facility. Her name was Tanya Pirro. And I want to thank uh, Ryan and Robert Maloney, the two shop stewards and brothers out there in Suffolk for letting us know about it. Um, please help the Pirro family any way you can. Her mother, uh, her mother name, uh, her mother was, um, well, it says help the Pirro and more family on the GoFundMe. More is the maiden name that she had um, from her mother. Uh, Susan Shalik is the organizer for the GoFundMe page. So again, it's Help the Piro and More Family. Susan Shalak organized the GoFundMe. And she leaves behind, uh, Miss Tanya Piro leaves behind two boys and her husband. So please help them out in any way that you can. These GoFundMe pages are up and running. Uh, a special shout out to... 
the family of a Foster Avenue longtime preload by the name of Jeremy Corbla. Me and Jeremy spent a lot of time together back in the 90s when he was a young bull car driver. Um, you know, I'm going to miss him, his conversations. He was a good man. I'm sorry to see you go, Jeremy. You will be missed. My heart and prayers go out to your family and your little girls. And, um, uh, you know, he had two little girls and his wife he's leaving behind. There's no GoFundMe page as of the moment. We find out anything, we will make sure we let you guys know. And please give us any information that you can if you guys hear anything uh, about that, and we appreciate that. And um, another one, uh, Joe and Elaine Miller, Miller mentioned a Bobby Jet. I don't know if he's out of Local 623. Please let us know, Joan. Um, I'm assuming he also passed away. Rest in peace, brother. Uh, rest in peace to all our brothers and sisters who who have gone through a tough time. And, uh, you know, our hearts and prayers go out to you from Union Power Radio, from the What the Heck Show, and uh, me, Jamie, and Hector. So God bless, and, um, you know, stay up, and we'll do whatever we can to help you guys. Just send us the information, and we'll put it out there. Bobby is from Oklahoma. Bobby's from Oklahoma? Sorry, I didn't have your mic on. I'm sorry. Bobby is out of Oklahoma. Okay. Okay. So, you know, for those people in Oklahoma that knew Bobby, you know, and whatever, I don't know what local he's from. Rest in peace, brother, and um, God bless. By the way, I never used to have Carl's uh, mic off. Just yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now that we got our uh, tears down, I'm, I mean, it's sad to see someone pass away, especially when you're friends with, you know, the coworker or a family member. It's, it's real sad. So thanks. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so, well, good afternoon, Teamsters of Local 804 and Teamsters listening across the country. I'm your host, Tony Rosario, here on the What the Heck Show on Union Power Radio. Today in the studio that was dropped off literally by a helicopter just a few minutes ago, Mr. Jamie Holligan. Hey, 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 hey. It's that sexy man here. Oh, man. The sexy man, he calls himself. You say, I'm, my head is big? Hector, yeah. how are you, sir? The big bad wolf from Brush Avenue, Hector Fortis. Nobody knows that guy. Nobody knows Hector. Someone's listening in. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Kirk Shocker. Big shout-out to Kirk Shocker. Uh, I remember uh, going to that Christmas party where um, at that time you had become the BA and Shocker gave a, a nice uh, speech and he put you on and you said some great things and I'll never forget that day. It was a good day over there in, uh, with the guys in Brush Avenue. No, it wasn't Brush Avenue. It was Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon, I'm New, sorry. New Rochelle and Yonkers. Right, right. You always getting stuff wrong, man. Yeah. Well, there's he a wasn't lot of, wrong about you, though. A lot of cities, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of centers, and a lot of buildings. A little confusing. Uh, shout out to Mike Hernandez, who's uh, stepping up with uh, Adrian to talk to us later on on the show about what happened. Well, with we Local have 657. we have some time to talk. We have some time to talk about uh, other stuff before they get on and talk about their stuff at six five seven. So you you want to get in? You want to get in? Huh? You got to mention the shop steward. There we go. Let's talk about some stuff that's going on in our local. We do have the shop steward meeting coming up on the 17th at 10 a.m. at the Union Hall. It will be our first in-person shop steward meeting since this COVID hit. 
I'm looking forward to it. It's been a while to see, you know, even though I do stay in contact with a lot of the stewards, it's nice to see them face to face. Um, and, you know, and as always, listen to what the e-board's been up to and, and sharing uh, our knowledge of what's going on. Well, Jamie does mistakes, too, because he was putting out the uh, general membership meeting at oh, local gosh. 282, and yeah. it's not at 282. Yeah, so you want to correct them now? Yes. Let's, I always look forward to correcting Jamie. So the general membership meeting will be the week after the shop steward meeting, Jamie, on the 25th. It will be That's also at 10 a.m. on a Sunday. And at Plat Plat Douche Restaurant. Plat Douche. Hello, uh, restaurant. Did you say douche? Plat Douche. Did you say douche? Plat Deutsch. Plat Douche Restaurant. They were the only uh venue that was allowing us to have the amount of members that we believe are gonna show up to this in person general membership meeting, especially because, you know, everything that's been going on. Can I give the address? Yes, you may. Eleven thirty two Hempstead Turnpike. In Franklin Square, New York, 11010. There you go. And that will be the meeting on the 25th, first in person. And I have to say, I am sorry. I will not be able to make the general membership meeting. I will be in Florida with my family. I am so sorry. Thank God. I know. I know. I, I, what would you do without me? I'm, I'm saying, you guys are really going to miss me. I know you are, but... I couldn't tell my wife, babe, I'm going to cancel our Yo, Florida vacation so that I can are, do a union meeting. You are too close to the microphone. <laughs> You are. I'm going to give you too close to the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> so. Give a shout out to the Teamster Women's United out in California. They're listening in also. Oh, nice. Teamster Women's United. What's up, ladies? Thank you for listening in. Our sisters of Teamsters Women's United. Uh, Greg Curd wants to know if Jamie is going to make it to the Berkshires for our Massachusetts Berkshire show, Jamie. There we go again. You're too close to the microphone. You're popping. You're popping. Listen. When you, when you talk, I hear you popping. You could go as, as far as this. I'm going to pop him in his mouth. Back up. So, uh, <laughs> oh, our Greg Greg wants to know if you think you're going to make it up there all the way to the Berkshires. I have no idea what, What's what, that? You, what you're even speaking about. What you, yeah, what are you talking about? We're talking about the show in Massachusetts. Oh, I don't know about Greg that. About. I don't even I don't know, know what know. that is, and I've never even heard of it. I, I don't know That's if I'm something gonna... you doing with you doing with Greg on the, in, the, in, the, in the backwoods no, or something? Don't pretend like you guys don't know about this show. We've been talking <laughs> I, about it for months. No, you haven't. Yeah, we <laughs> Not have. Not to me. You hear this, Greg? Yeah. This is the type of stuff I have to put up with. I don't know. I don't know if I could I could be around Greg. What? Greg is I can, a great I can, guy. I can hear him on Facebook or the other shows, but I don't know if I want to be around him. Have you not heard his singing in the back of his... That's horrible. What? I mean, people love him, but it's horrible. I can't. The oh first God. line when he starts, when he starts getting himself together... And he goes, me, 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 me. <laughs> I turn the shit off. <laughs> <laughs> So what, so what happened at the convention? Anybody? So we just had our huge international convention. All the delegates were there. Uh, well, not there in, in person, but it was all well, done congratulations by to all the delegates Congrats. and alternate delegates. Congrats. I did a good job. Yes, you guys did an outstanding job, especially eliminating that Two damn two-thirds rule that's been around for and lingering around for years. I was listening to Dean Dawson, and Gemini and Tow Truck earlier, and big shout out to Dean Dawson, and Gemini, uh, you know, and uh, Wayne Ponsky. 
They were talking about how the last time they remembered implemented before this last contract that was shoved down our throat recently exactly. was in 1987. I wasn't even with the company yet. So it was interesting because I had always heard that it had happened before, but I, I, it I, never really happened except for like that one time in 87 and then later on again. But in, I believe in 87, it was just a plain two-thirds rule. After that, I think they voted to amend it that you no. had to have a... No. No, 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 no. This guy. Okay. What is that? It means no. He said hell no. But anyway. I uh, think after that, they, they implemented that you have to have 50% vote in order to implement the two-thirds rule. If you, do, if you don't get the 50% Well, vote, the good thing about it now is that the next contract, if two-thirds of the rule don't, they, they, won't, they, pass, won't, they won't pass the free, they won't shove the contract down somebody's throat. That means it won't get passed until everyone is in, you know, in agreement with it. Correct. You know, majority rules. That's it. It's the the people who speak out and vote are the people that are going to be heard, and that's the bottom line. Well, that's still but that's the direction. The, that's the direction everybody's going in now because you know why? It's a, it's, a, it's election years, politics involved. So you have the the power slate, you know, saying yes to this, and you have the eyes slate. Now, you know, if it was up to Hoffer, it wouldn't it wouldn't even pass at all because you know this is what he would do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be and you guys gonna listen to me real quick because I'm gonna be straight up with you guys now because you know I I was against I was in the if if about Oz and if if what what which way I'm gonna go or whatever the case may be. So where are you now, Hector? I'm going with Oz. You are going with Oz. You know why? No, I'd like to know why. Tell because us. Because the motherfuckers said exactly what I didn't want to hear in the power slate. And that's, they, they agree and accept the fact of the 22 fours. 22 fours. Yeah. And yeah. I can't, I, I, I can't stand that language. I can't stand that these guys are getting railroaded, railroaded. By this fucking 22 fork, uh, never liked this language. And for them to say that they they approved uh, of it and they accept it and they are uh, good with it, just not they took away. They when, took away you, my when you say, no, no bueno. When you say them, are you speaking about anybody I'm else? Talking about, I'm talking about the Viagra and Mickey Mouse slate, the power slate. That's right, because I know, I, I know. As I soon as they said, as something. soon as they said that they agree with the twenty-two-four, they took they took me right out of the yeah, picture. Me too. I'm gone <laughs> because the twenty-two-four is one of the worst fucking languages in this contract, and the only one that's benefiting from this fucking con that twenty-two-four is the fucking company, and that pisses me off. It's and true. anybody that agrees to that twenty-two-four, go fuck yourself, because I can't agree to it. It's in the contract now, and hopefully Oz take you the fuck out of this fucking contract just for the sake of the membership of the 22-4. The so 22-4 guys deserve better than this fucking bullshit language that I can't Absolutely. stand. It is ridiculous. It, it doesn't make any sense. They're not doing anything. And this is the, the argument of the 22-4. They are not doing anything different at this point in time than the drivers do. If anything, some of them are even working harder because they know they can abuse them for longer hours because they know they're making less money. It's basically just having someone out there that you can beat up on, and these poor kids are really working hard. And it wasn't it wasn't sold to the to us that way. It was sold to the union as a combo job where they would be working four or five and, hours on the road, four or five hours in the building. And to see, and 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 I like Hooker, I really do like Hooker, but to see him entertain this fucking cocksucker Whoa. Viagra Whoa. that is appointed by Hoffa in his local to have. 
what, what, how many people were there? I mean, it was three people from 623 and the rest were fucking power slate. It was nobody there. Cooker. Come on. Really? This what? guy, whatever, well, you man. Gotta, you gotta and then, you, you, and then you, the you, thing is, he accepted. He knows that. He knows that. Uh, I think you're too close to the mic. No, no. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Oh, it was two people there. He knows that. Uh, oh, there's well, something wrong with these mics. Yeah. So uh, he knows that this fucking power slate is for the twenty-two-four hooker. Six two three. You have members there on twenty two four that can't stand that language. You can't stand that language. You never did, and now you're supporting a power slate that supports the twenty two four language. Dude, I know you put it out there long. You, you, you. I mean, I told you I wanted to go there to do the radio show live there, but you never gave me that. You know that opportunity to do it. I got it. You want it. You want it, Vagra, all by yourself. Uh, but it's all good. Because you was you, three other members, and the power slate. So, I mean, I don't know what you was trying to accomplish by having that appointed Hoffer guy in your local. But it is what it is, man. Politics. Political politics. That's what it is. Well, I have uh, Hector, why don't you tell us how you really I, feel? <laughs> I'm just listen. I tell you how it is, what it is, how it is. If you have a problem, you can call the radio show. You can say whatever the fuck you want, because I'm gonna say whatever the fuck I want. And with that said, since I'm on that fucking, I'm on that wave page. I'm on that fucking uh, on that wavelength. I'm on that fucking roll right now to say tell you how it is. I'm gonna tell you how it is also. Uh oh. Here we so, go. So we have a guy, and I like him. Like I said, I like him. Mm. Uh, Danny Cross. From Nassau. We were supposed to do this show. I know, it's something. There we go. There you go. We, we, were supposed to do this, we were supposed to do this show at Joe Doherty's house. Joe Doherty. Do, how do you say Joe it? Doherty. Doherty. I can't even say his name. can't say anybody's name because my English is not very good looking. Uh, so we were supposed to do the show at his house with a special guest of Danny Cross. I guess this is Shop Stewart. And... Uh, he didn't. He didn't want to come on the show. Okay. He. I don't know. Whatever the case may be, he didn't come on the show. So we did the show from my house. But I just want to say something. If you're gonna get on my show and say you're not gonna be running with someone and not be transparent, then be it. Be transparent that way. Say you're not gonna run and that's it. But now I'm. Now you're. Not, you're, you're misleading the membership, because now the rumor is. Well, it's not a rumor. It's a facts. That he is running with the Montabo, you know, backstabbing slate. I'm sorry. He's thinking about Danny Cross from Owl. I'm thinking you're talking about somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm Jamie, on that. Jamie, uh, don't interrupt him when he's talking, okay? <laughs> Jesus. So whatever. How many Danny Crosses do you I just want, you know, if you're going to be transparent to the membership and if you're going to run on your merits, run, 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 run. Well, yes, you are end. entitled to run. You have that right. You but pay your dues. You have the right to run. I don't know run. what merits these guys got because they've been in office before they tried it they it, they didn't succeed they failed to the fullest and this is pissing me off this damn yeah i don't feedback. know what the fuck it is yeah could it be could it be could it be let so it be if you're gonna if you're gonna run on your merits then fine that's i want i want people to know you know if i'm running i'm gonna let them know what i could do good for the local not harm the local and divide the local 
So their way of campaigning, uh, what I'm hearing is they're gonna do corrupt. They said it's corruption in 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 the local with the new with the uh, executive board as in now. I would like to see that, and I would like to hear that because I'm in the executive board, and I don't know where's the corruption. We're doing everything by the bylaws and by the book, so I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But why run on negativity to show the members what the the division? Run on your merits. Run what you can do, what you're going to do better, what you're going to, you know, if you get into office, what are your plans? What are you going to do for the membership? I know the last time you guys got into office, it was a surprise, and you guys were surprised to get into office. And I don't know, probably Kirk, Kirk is, is fucking cursing me out right now but because uh, he's listening. And I don't give a fuck. So anybody can Kurt, listen. Kurt wouldn't no, just curse but, you out. Uh, Kurt likes you. You know, they got into office, surprisingly. Oh, shit, we won. And they got into office. And the first thing they were in there doing was what? Going after the membership. They wasn't going to fix the membership to fix the local. They were going after members. They were going after members for the wrong reasons, for they can take them out and make sure they don't run in three years, you know, to take them out. So it was the wrong reason. It was no nothing that you could do for the membership. So if you're going to run this time... With with uh, drunk Murphy, whatever his fucking name is, Mister Nobody. Uh, well, I'm gonna let you guys know what are the first seven because I already found out. So the first seven is Danny Montabo. <laughs> as the president of the local. Uh, Tom Murphy as the vice president. <laughs> this is an even more funnier one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what heck I think it's I think you're having too much John, fun John guess as a secretary of treasure <laughs> listen um, I don't I just, yeah it makes me laugh because you know but wait a minute where are you getting this information don't worry is this about, all hearsay don't, because no, I don't hearsay. I don't like it's, going it's, on hearsay it's, 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 it's confirmed but whatever it's, it's a fucking you know listen you have every right to run as long as your paid due membership is Paid. You're a dues-paying member, yes. Exactly. So, is listen, run, run, run. If you know, but run on merit. Run what you're gonna do to for to fix the local or make the local better. Well, it's not only running on merit on what you're gonna do, which I do want to know what they're gonna do. But at the same time, what have you done? Like, I want to know what have they where done? Where have they been? I mean, if you're running, then I want to know that where, you've been involved. Where and, the have they been, though? Who, who are you supporting? Are you supporting the Power Slate, the Virus, uh, the Oz Slate, uh, uh, Teamsters United? I would like to know these things. Um, if you guys listen, this radio show is an open platform. I, I know. What have you done? What have you done within our local? You mean? Yeah, I, or even beyond our local. What have you done for the international? What What have you done in general to help this union? What have you done for the membership? What have you done to reach out to members and stewards and 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 as you know? Listen, these are things we want to know. Um, if you want to run and you want to do that, that's listen. As well, you're a dues-paying member, we understand you have the right to run. But don't start just slinging mud right off the back. Well, they haven't announced it yet, so I'm. Oh, it'll, it'll, they, it'll come out. It'll come out. And the funny thing is, and the, and they won't be transparent. They won't come on this show, you know, without me here. They won't come to talk to you guys, or talk to the membership that are listening, uh, and let them know what they want to do. They won't do that. What they're gonna do is they're gonna run their campaign with negative stuff that. Uh, being they being helped by the labor department of of the company, 
So uh, they're giving them false information and they're taking it and running with it like he did the last time. He says uh, he says there's more to the to the video of that take it and run with it. I don't know. I heard the whole video. He he actually told the guys, I'm gonna take it and run with it, or we should take it and run with it. But whatever he says is is more to the video. I don't know. Maybe if he added on or edited it more, I don't know. But I heard the whole video and it's it says what it says. It's his voice. It's his, it's him. He says it's not his voice. Okay. Whatever. I mean, what do they have to run on? My my thing. They is, have a two uh, a guy with no time in as a they, as as a trustee there that had never wrote a grievance and when he wrote grievance it was almost like writing with crayons and you'll you'll see the list and you're gonna it's a joke I don't know if it's a joke because they're doing it uh, I don't know is it because they're gonna they're about to retire they want to see maybe let me kick a rock and maybe I can get in by by chance and then finish up my three years and then retire then I, I don't know where they I don't know where they why that's the question yeah. if we were a, if we were doing bad then I understand maybe three or four of the slates will run but it's only them the guys that got out that that uh, they got their president out they went in they took the positions and then they hired a million dollar lawyer again after the membership voted them to get out so what respect and what loyalty you have going into this local now? Whatever. Let's not forget they were neutral. <laughs> neutral. Neutral. Yeah. Your favorite word, Hector. My favorite word. My thing is, uh, I, listen, I, I believe in this membership, and I believe every member has the right to run. Just um, Carl wants to know who is the seven. Can I, can I say the seven? I, I don't think we Very should say that. It's all hearsay at this count. point. Well, I, if it comes out true, it comes out true. If it true. doesn't, okay. then it'll be a little switch up. Hector so you has have, an idea of So you the have the president, are. Montabo. You got Vice President Murphy. You got Secretary Treasurer Guess. You have Recording Secretary. What I'm hearing is Danny Cross. Uh, you have a trustee, Ryan Kelly. A trustee, Medina. And a trustee, some guy from Feeders. Those are the first seven. I don't know who's going to be BAs, but those are the first seven. I don't even think they could get more than seven. I think they're going to run with seven. They're not going to run with a full slate. So we'll see. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Well, I won't mention any names, but I do know that many members were sought after, and a lot of members did turn them down. So that's also something to consider for those Can, who are thinking of I know of who turned them down. I know I, I, I have a list we, of them. I don't think we should talk about Why not? Because it's not fair to mention people's names like that. I don't think it's fair. It's good enough just to know that they have been turned down by a few, quite a few people so far. And if they're turning people down, that there's a reason for it. Um, they're not turning people down. No, people are turning them that's down. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Turn, the people turning them down, they have a reason for it. Um, I personally would not be voting for just because I... If you mentioned that the, the, the president and the vice president alone is enough for me to have an issue just because I've dealt with them in the past. One day we had three years of them. And uh, I, 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 we didn't fare well those three years. Uh, I could compare it to what's happening in Local 657. It was just about just that bad for, for Mike and Adrian that are listening. And, um, you know, and we needed to do something to change that, and we did. We voted for new leadership, and I will not 
I will not be going back to uh, to past leadership, especially after what what we what we dealt with in that time period. I'm sorry, not gonna happen. Um, so when is the election? Our local December. Election. December is the actual election. I guess the ballot goes out in October or November. Well, or November. They have to announce that they're this is this is gonna be the soon, crazy right? thing because you're gonna have the IBT elections. And you're gonna have the local elections, so everybody's gonna get mixed up with the ballots. You know, you're gonna have the IBT ballots, and then you're gonna have the local election ballots. Well, it's gonna be uh, our job to educate cost, the members on these elections it's because gonna they're gonna the, be very confused. It's gonna cost the membership around thirty-four thousand dollars to send out all the ballots and all the mailings. If I can uh, recall, the last the international election was done. You can call over the over the phone and and cash your ballot. Am I right? No. The last international? No. You, you couldn't call over the phone? Mm-mm. Something you could do over the phone. You, I, it was an election or something. Maybe maybe you was, uh, you, you, wasn't you the, dialed uh, the porn site. Wasn't the site. contract, wasn't there something when we had a vote we no had on the contract? Vote, wasn't it something you could do over the phone? I don't, I don't remember, but I don't think it was the election, the Working. IBT election, because I was at the IBT election the last time it happened, mm-hmm. and it was in Virginia, and uh, all the ballots were there. Okay, all right. Um, so I don't know nothing about no phone then. So that's the local local elections. Uh, I guess good luck to everyone that's uh, gonna run and uh, you know run on what you can do for the local or what can you uh, uh, make it better. Uh, that's the best the best policy. I mean, and be transparent. I mean, if you can't even come to an internet radio show and talk about what you could do, what, how, what makes you think you're gonna do? You're gonna have that transparency with the membership. And loyalty. I mean, everybody talks about loyalty. Well, maybe they just don't want to come to this one. Maybe they will get on another one. Well, they could do. They could do. They could do whatever they want to do. Just be transparent. If if it's gonna be on Facebook or social media or this radio show or somebody else's show, then do it. Be transparent. Tell the members what you're gonna do and how you're gonna do it. Simple as that. And let members ask and, and don't and don't put the don't divide the the local. Simple as that. Because once you you know with your negativity, you're gonna divide the local. You know they're going on these twenty two fours. They they think because the twenty two fours don't know the history of local eight or four, that's who they want to get to vote for them. But it is what it is. Well, 804 Pride says, like I did, that it was voting on the national contract that we voted online. Yeah, I sort of remembered that. Um, that was it. Say that again? The, the, the contract. The, that was we when we were able to do it okay. uh, online or over call, the phone. Or right, whatever. right. Okay. I knew it was one of them. Um, so. Well, well, well can I, I, I just want to respond to Hector. I know. I'm, um. Respond to me? Respond to, well, not respond, but make make my own personal comment. Um, In regards to, I think I think the name was Viama? Viama? Viama. With the power slate. Um, I, I personally thought. I don't know who you're talking about. You're talking about Viagra? <laughs> I think he's going back to the uh, oh, hooker thing. Oh, who are you talking I, about? I, Viagra? I, I guess if that's, I don't know. That's, Viama, that's what I call him, Viagra. I, I think it was, I, I thought it was, it was cool or it was good that, Cause I never even I don't even know the man I never even saw him. Nobody knows him. Don't worry, you're so not the I only just, one. I just thought it was good that Hooker had him on his show and that we got to actually see and hear him and 
you know, give him a chance to voice what what he might do or what he can do. I thought it was good. I, even though nobody else was there, I are just you, like uh, just like as if were you, uh, were, was, you were you one of the ten li- uh, viewers? Yeah, I was watching oh, okay. it. I was listening to it. Okay, I listened you, to wh- what you what you think. I just don't like the twenty two fours thing, and I I. I believe Marcus, I think his name was Marcus King. He was there. He said something. I, I just got turned off. But, I mean, I listened to him. I listened to what he got to say. And I, now I have to make my decision. So, I thought it was good that he was there. Let everybody what, what do you mean, make your it. decision? You didn't make a decision yet? No, I'm still. I'm, I haven't made my decision You're still yet. on the I'm, fence? You're still neutral? I'm still on. I'm, <laughs> oh, I, made, I made my decision. Uh, my decision is to uh, support the odd slate because I don't support. Uh, the power, the vagrant Mickey Mouse. First of all, I didn't like Mickey Mouse in the first place. His voice is so fucking annoying. Um, and just just because they are so into the twenty two four language that I can't stand. And Dennis Taylor uh, loves that fucking. Uh, that's just a gift to the company that that language there. But my question is: at this point, are we actually going to have a live debate eventually? Or is no one going to be debating what's happening here? Like, I understand that Hooker tried to get everybody to come down there. Obviously, it was the 4th of July and 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 other reasons for whatever, you know. But Look, are we going to have Hook, a debate? And I hate to say this. Hooker is like Macy's. It's supposed to be a debate. Though. Hooker's is like Macy's. You know Macy's? You know yeah, what I'm... The store? You, you see what I'm saying? Oh. They do the 4th of July for publicity. Okay. And that's what I felt there. No. Okay. I didn't feel it was nothing political you for felt him. Like it, was it was a was publicity just that. stunt? It was just, you know. A publicity stunt. I don't know, man. I don't know. I've been in this game for a minute. And, you know, it didn't seem to me like it was something for his membership. Why, why don't we call Richard now? He's got my number. He could call. Richard Hooker, if you're listening to the But no, no, he can't song. call now because the guys from 657 is going to call. Oh, right, right. We got them calling him. But like I just keep minutes. it real. I mean, he knows I keep it real. I'm keeping it fucking 100. If he don't like it, hey, he could call up the radio show and explain or whatever he has. You know, but it's 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 just me. I'm, this is how I do. I mean, I don't have hair in my tongue and I say what I got to say. And what I felt there, you know, it was just... Come to my store. So you're speaking about debates for the international. Are we going to have a debate for the local if someone else is running? Is something like that in the works? Well, Anthony no one, no one. I mean, they are uh, they talking about you know having a debate, uh, a real debate with the election supervisor supervising it. You know, and and three handpicked moderators they by did, the election they did supervisor that with Kev, with uh, Ken Hall and uh, Zuckerman. Why can't they do it again? You know, simple as that. Right, but I would like them to do it. But we would like Sean O'Brien and Viarma there, not just the VPs. I would like the uh, both general presidents running for general president. Uh, you know, to be uh, both in a debate so that we could have. Well, some- the last time that happened is because you know Hoffa had that much control. He sent his second in command and ken hall said it right i mean he was bugging when i was there live he said you know why is uh hoffer not here to debate with fred zuckerman and then and i remember ken hall saying well 
he sent the second guy, which you were the second guy, into Tim Sylvester guy's charges. Yeah. You know? So I'm here. <laughs> Let's have a debate. <laughs> and basically, yeah. That was an interesting debate um, way back then. I actually watched the footage not too long ago just to, to, to get a look at how it went down. Um, well, you know, we need a debate. I, I think that's necessary. I hope the members come out and do debate. But what we do know that's factual right now, and that's that a lot of the, uh, the Oz supporters and delegates did push to eliminate the two-thirds rule, which was very, very important uh, at the convention. And also, the other thing they did was to make sure that the rank when it and comes, file members. Correct, that all rank and file all members. All bargaining committees. And, and there are some locals that have always done it that way. But uh, now it's going to be done that way across the board, and I think that's the way it should be. And, um, and you know, something else they did was the strike benefits start on the, the first day, the day first one. Day. You used to have to wait about a week or eight days to get that benefit, and now as soon as we pull the trigger and we are walking on the street, there will be money there available to us, which is huge. No one should have to wait any longer than the first day to get to receive some benefit um and, and you know what it's and i keep telling that everybody save your dollars because there's going to be a big war coming us against the companies us against corporate america put your money away at least 25 dollars a week put some money away and and this goes out to anybody that's being you know exploited by the company uh, even Amazon employees, you know, uh, prepare yourself because I know you guys are going to eventually get tired of the BS. You may not have a union, but one thing that not having a union gives you is the power to just walk out without needing approval. You guys can just get together and, and, and march whenever you're ready. So I suggest that everybody start. This is a war on workers happening in this country, and we as laborers have to fight back. It's been an ongoing war over the last 20, 30 years. We fought for a lot of things that have been taken away from us and little by little just keep getting taken and we have to push back. This is our time. We must work together to try to get some kind of unity and collective power so that we as laborers can show corporate America that we are not standing for the way we are being treated anymore. They have such a big piece of that pie and all we want is a larger slice, and that's what we deserve. We're not asking for the whole pie. We just want what we deserve. You got companies making $300 billion a year. There is no reason why they can't offer some more. They're calling already. It's all right. A, it's it's time. Like it's minutes. time. Hold on. Well, can we congratulate... All the Laurelton part-timers that are back to work. Big shout-out to all the Laurelton part-timers that are back to work after this grueling time and got their pay and all their back pay. Congratulations, and thank you to the executive board for fighting so hard for those members. And thank you to the Dancing Panda, who was out there doing his thing. He looks uh, who do we have on the, on the line right now? Is this any of our members from Local 657? Yes, uh, my name is Adrian Salgado, local 657 off of Austin, Texas. What's up, Adrian? How you doing? You're on the line here on the local 80, on Union Power Radio, the What the Heck Show with Tony Rosario, your host, Jamie Holligan, and Hector Fortis. Uh, it's been good. Been good. Uh, thank you for having us. 
Is it having us? How many people are there? Uh, is are you on with Mike or is it just you right now? Oh uh, well, it should be going on here in a little bit, but he's supposed to be joining us too. Okay. Well, tell us a little about your local six five seven and uh, what, what what's the reason we're we're interviewing you and what's going on. So local six five seven has been corrupt for the longest time, and uh, Robert Tamez and Frank Perkins uh, wouldn't help out its members. Uh, we'd file grievances. They'd always tell us file grievances. Uh, do it again over and over and over again, but they wouldn't be settled. Nobody was settling our grievances and uh, I was being targeted. Hold on Adrian, I think were... Mike is calling in now. Hold on one second, brother. Uh, we got Mike Hernandez now on the line. Yes, sir. All right. How no you doing, knows. Mike? Thank you for coming on, brother. No problem, guys. All right, so we got Adrian uh, telling us a little bit about what's going on right now. Go ahead, Adrian, continue. Yeah, so like I was saying, uh, our grievances weren't being settled. You know, harassment grievances, 9-5 uh, uh, grievances, everything, whatever you can think of, they, our grievances weren't being settled at all. And so I was being targeted and they were starting to come after me, and you could see it. Management would follow me, and just left and right, and I'd be in that office getting written up every day, almost every day, two, three times a week. And I thought, you know, everybody would tell me, Robert Tamez, he's the business agent, he's the secretary treasurer, he's the one that's, you know, he's, he's gonna put everything correct. And so I went in there one, one day in a meeting, and I was like, all right, he should, you know, he's going to take care of everything. Came back out. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like nothing. He didn't say a single word. Had nothing changed. I was, it was a big red flag for me. And so they kept coming after me, writing me up for the same little BS stuff. And so one day I grabbed my phone and I recorded the conversation they asked me to step out, and Robert Tamez and uh, Rick Keller, the center manager, were talking, and I'm pretty sure you, a lot of you guys have heard that audio where he's just uh, coaching management. Hey, have your documentation. He's Literally, he says he's going to hang by his fucking balls. Excuse my language, but that's exactly what he says in that audio. It's okay. You can and, speak a curse here. <laughs> this is internet radio. Right. Go ahead, bro. Say what you like. Say that again. I said this is internet. This is it. This is just internet radio, man. You could you could curse. You could say whatever uh, you like. Get it off your chest, brother. Uh, all right, thank you. No, but uh, so I went and and they terminated me for dishonesty, and I knew what I had. I knew that they didn't have any evidence on me. I knew. Uh, I was in the right. I tried to do everything that they told me, and every time they tell me one thing and I did it, they try to write me up for doing exactly what they told me to do, you know, work as instructed, but then they weren't happy because their, their results that they wanted weren't what they were thinking with those instructions, you know what I mean? And so, so they, they, they ended up firing me on August 
Uh, August 18th was my last day to work. August 19th, they brought me into the office. They terminated me. I filed my grievance, and I filed my grievance for the eight hours that were they were supposed to pay me for that day because I went to work and I and, I, and had a meeting with them. Uh, sometime in October, I had a panel in Florida. They t- they took me all the way to Florida to talk about my hearings. They had four cases against me. And after I said what I had to say, Richard Leverett, the labor manager, decided to dismiss three cases out of the four that were heard that day because they already they had already heard the one case and they 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 heard all the evidence that I provided and it was I, I blew it out of the water. There's no way I shouldn't have gotten my job back. But the union is so corrupt. Roly Pena and Curtis Haynes were in the. They're already, I'm going to call them out now, too. But they were already in bed with the company. Uh, buddy buddies with Robert Semes. I got a, I got a so question. They, they I got had a, already made the decision to fire me before I even walked in the door. I got a question for you. So, yeah, go ahead. So the time that you you said that you started recording, uh, what made you, you, you were in the office with the BA and the center manager while he was teaching the center manager how to fire you? No, he wasn't. no. He wasn't. So, so it was a two-hour meeting, okay. In the two hours that we were in that meeting, I started recording from the very beginning, and then the two hours it was literally just going back and forth because I was all the evidence that I had, and I was gonna show uh, the center manager. It was pictures, text messages. It was everything, and every time. Would tell me, well, this happened this day, and I was like, okay, what day was this? I expected him to say it was, you know, October 12th, and I would have been like, all right, this is what happened October 12th. But he wouldn't say that. What he would say is, oh, this was on the uh, the intent to this uh, to suspend. I'm like, well, what day is that? I don't know what day that was. You need to tell me exactly what day. And it was just literally going back and forth like that, arguing over days. How did and you so get? How I'm did you get trying, the recording? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to. What, did what? you did you leave your phone in the room as you walked out? Like, how did you get the I, recording I, of I him left, actually talking and trying I, to teach? Yeah, I, le- I left my phone in the room. They asked me to step out. Left my phone in there, ah. and and I recorded them. And Texas is a uh, a lot of people have been saying that it's an illegal recording because I wasn't in the room that I stepped out. But in Texas, it's a single party state. That means. That as long as one person knows about the recording, which was me, it's a legal recording. Now, because that conversation from the very beginning, I was in that room and they asked me to step out and I came back in and it's still the same conversation. It's a legal recording. And I talked to several lawyers, not just one, but several lawyers that told me the same thing. Because it was part of the same conversation. It's still a legal recording. All right, let's get back to the discharges. What exactly were the four charges against you? You said there was four things and three were dropped. What were they trying to fire you so, for exactly? For the other three, um, I can't remember exactly. But for sure, for sure, it was uh, missed packages. I'm pretty sure two of the three charges were for missed packages. For missed, uh, missed businesses. And the actual uh, discharge was from... The actual discharge was uh, for dishonesty, for 
they're claiming that I scanned packages uh, in the building as as not in one residential uh, versus uh, going out and trying to attempt the delivery. They said, oh, so they said you scanned a residential commercial? Is that what they're trying to say? They're, they're saying that I scanned, I think it was a commercial package that they're saying that I scanned as a residential. Oh. And that I scanned it in the building without the attempt of delivery. And that was not true? But it was, but it's all based on telematics. They can't, there's no proof. And I told them all this. And what your BA I said about them, it. I told them there's no. I'm sorry. What your BA said about it. The uh, BA was trying to help him get fired. Oh, he was. It, trying that's, to help him. Yeah, that's right. That was Robert Tamez. Yeah, that was Robert Tamez. And the, the that's the guy in the audio. All he said was coaching the coaching the center manager how to fire him. That's all that was said. <laughs> wow. So, all right, so you're up to what the fourth charge. So, what they get you on that you lost your job? That was it. They got him on dishonesty. Oh, that dishonesty, correct. Cardinal sin. Okay, yep. so right Cardinal after fault. they discharge you, what, what was the next step you took that uh, got to where we at right now? So can you let us know what happened after that? All right. So, so let me let me tell you real quick. On the discharge, part of my evidence that I provided were pictures of management telling me to scan a package as CIR Ramirez with a barcode. This package I never seen. And so this is this was before I knew anything about dishonesty, anything about I never really got into the union that much. I didn't know about the book. I didn't know anything. I would do what the management would tell me because you know that's usually how it goes. Management knows what they're doing and they tell you to do something, you just do it, right? And so I have pictures of text messages, screenshots of them telling you to scan a package and CIR Ramirez, and I did it. And I told them that that's what, that was one piece of the evidence that I showed up there. And I said, this is what they this is what they teach you, and yet they fire you for doing it whenever they they don't find it convenient. So right, that right there should have cleared you. Uh, another, say that again. That right there should have cleared you. It would have if his BA was trying to help him, but his <laughs> BA was trying to help them. Exactly. So go ahead. Exactly. That, All right, that, Jamie's no, a little slow. We got to put him up to better. speed Hold sometimes. On. Another piece of evidence that I showed was this guy. This guy, uh, he had documentation on me, and it states it dates back from May. All the way back in May of 20, uh, I believe it was 2019, I don't even, 2020. And in this document, it's just basically telling me all the write-ups, all the verbal warnings and everything that they have against me. And this guy, instead of instead of asking me to sign it or asking me to say, hey, do you want to sign or RTS and have the union steward sign it? He, he didn't even bother to tell, I didn't even know about this document until the local level hearing. And at the local level hearing, I took a picture of it. And so at the at the panel, you gotta remember, at this time, I already know Robert Tamez is in with Rick Keller. And so at the panel, I showed him a picture of that and I said, look, this is what he's been doing. You're, you're firing me for dishonesty against the company. This piece of paper basically states all this stuff. It dates back to May of 2020. 
And I said, and right here on the on the right hand side, it says employee initials. It says AS. It stands for Adrian Salgado. I said, that's not my handwriting. That's Rick Keller's handwriting. That's the center manager's handwriting. And I have, he also admitted to it at the local level hearing that he signed wow. my initials on there. Wow. Another, another piece of evidence that I showed was, was a police report. And I stated, I said, look, this police report basically states that the, in this piece of paper, that what he did is illegal. Now you tell me, now you tell me anybody in their right mind that I'm still fired. That's insane, man. Well, uh, thank you, Adrian. I want to hear a little bit now from Mike Hernandez, who basically went through something very similar. Um, and this is how so, these two met each so other. It doesn't stop at him. It's the, it, well, well what happened is, is Mike went through a similar situation with the same board, and these two ended up finding, correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, they, they also both kind of found each other because they both had went through the same thing. They ended up finding out and meeting each other because they both dealt with the same situation. You guys didn't even work together, right, Mike? No, no, because I'm from Corpus. I'm down from the way down south, and then he's in uh, Austin, in the middle of Texas. So, you know, and, we're and a good five hours away from each other. Same BA? But, you know, same, same business BA. agent. Same. Out of San Antonio, Texas. Yep. Local 657 is, is out of San Antonio, Texas, and he covers from, I think, uh, a little past Pflugerville, I think Temple, down all the way to the Rio Grande Valley. Right. That's he, how much he covers. Secretary he covers the, he co he covers. Yes, the BA and slash Secretary Treasurer. Yes, sir. For 15 years. For 15, 15 years. years, guys, he's been he's who who knows how many others besides Mike and Adrian have have gone through something like wow. this. So, Mike, why don't you tell so, us a little bit about how you met Adrian and tell us a little bit about what you went through, brother? Well, well Mike, before you start, can I just ask you one question? Because about your yes, state. sir, go ahead. My, my question about your state is, is that a right to work state? I'm just curious to know that. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, and, sir, it is. Yes, it is a right to work state. No. Uh, let me let me add to that. So it is a right to work state. Uh -huh. However, what I found out that if you're a union, if you work for a union company, uh -huh. the it, it's it's basically like a union state. Like you have, or, you still or give they, they have to abide yeah. by the by the union right. rules and regulations in the book and and all everything. So, so it's not like they can just go in and, and terminate you. And that's what I found right, out right. not too no, long. No, no, no. I, I understand that. Well, wait, will you please let him explain his wait, story? Wait, wait, because wait, I want to listen. I want to hear. So my next can you question, wait till the questions to after? Can I get my question on? Yeah, <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah, after. Shoot, shoot the question, Jamie. Come on, shoot the question. <laughs> Fuck Come on. shit, man. Go ahead, Jamie. My next Jesus question Christ. is, being that it's a right to work state, were y'all in the union or were y'all not in the union? Of course they were in the union, oh, Jamie. What the fuck kind of question? Time out. This is why I say leave. This is why I said leave all the not to join the union. But these guys did not do that. That's they... what I'm asking them. But you don't have Nobody to. Nobody don't know that. That's oh my god. I don't know that. Uh, Mike and Adrian, can you just say yes to shut up? I'm going to have to go into commercial because Jamie just slapped yes, the shit out of Tony. Yes. I, yes. I'm yes. a diehard teacher. I'm still a diehard teacher. All right. Thank you. That's what I wanted to know. Jesus Christ. Jesus I'm Christ. sorry, gentlemen. Okay, so Texas has been a right-to-work state since 1993, for those that don't know. Okay? Uh, I do know they're in the union because I've spoken to them. Well, I didn't. And we uh, don't know. The other right. people on the show don't know. Okay, well, thank you for asking that question. Very important, yes. Jamie. Uh, gentlemen, Mike, please continue now with your story. Uh, okay, so you want to know how I met Adrian? Uh, I, I 
I had heard about this audio before it hit uh, the internet. Um, my resources and people that I was talking to behind closed doors that told me like, hey, you know, your case, you shouldn't have been fired for what you did. Uh, there's gonna might be some possible evidence that can help you with an LRB case and help people get your job back. Just wait for a minute. Well, as soon as I get my hands on it, I'm gonna send it directly to you. So once uh, Jonah Lane, I got it a certain morning. Uh, Jonah Lane Miller posted on the vote no page, but I got it from my guy early, early that morning. And I was going through vote no and, and listening to the audio and then looking at the comments. And then I saw Adrian posting stuff. And then I, in my head, I put two and two together. So I asked him like, is this your audio? And he, <laughs> Adrian not being, you know, in a situation he is not trusting everybody because he doesn't know me. He was like, no, but I know whose audio it is. I'm but sorry. Right, cool. I'm sorry to stop you so real I, quick. Mike, Mike, give me one second. Don't stop him now. Let yeah, him go. No. Now you want to stop him? We got a guy named Jawdog21. <laughs> He's saying that Adrian was not in the union at the time. Is that correct, Adrian? Uh, all right. Let me let me explain this to you. Uh-oh. So, like, no. Okay. A lot of people are going to attack me for this. Okay. And I'm not hiding. But all right. Here's the deal. I wasn't part of the union. All right. Now, when I did, because I like I said, I didn't know anything. I didn't know any anything about the union. I didn't know, you know, I've never been in a union. This is the first union job I've ever had. I went and I went to work. And I was preload. I don't know for how long. And then you know, I, I would just, I would just, yeah, I would just work and 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 go home, whatever. And then they started to harass me and everything, and that's when I started finding out about the union and everything. And so when they were coming after me, they were writing me up and everything. There was a guy that went into the uh, visit the hub in Austin. He was trying to get boats or something. I don't even know what it was for. It's been a while. And, and so I started asking him questions and everything, and this guy... He told me, yeah, are you part of the union? I was like, what are you talking about? Part of the union. I, I'm part of the UPS. He goes, no, 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 no. UPS is a union a company, and and you have to join the union and everything. And I was like, all right, well, how does that work? And he started explaining everything to me, and I signed the paperwork. I signed a little piece of paper. I don't know. I think it was yellow, orange. I don't remember. And I signed it, and, and that was it. And this was back in, I want to say it was like February or March of 2020. And they fired me in August 19, 2020. So, yes, I did join the union. Now, Robert Tamez and Frank Perkins, they were uh, what I'm thinking. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if this is true or not. Robert Tamez and Frank Perkins probably didn't submit the paperwork or anything because they probably were trying to get me out and say, hey, look, good riddance. But it shouldn't take you, you know, six months to process a paper, paper to join the union. So yes, I was I did join the union, and I didn't have any any uh, uh, dues. That, no no money ever came out of my paycheck. So I don't know I don't know what happened there. Did tell, you ever tell, keep a copy okay. of the form? Because usually you it's a, a it's a carbon form? copy form, and you rip off a piece and you keep it for yourself. They don't have it that way. No. No, uh, no, they, they, they didn't ever give me a copy. I think it was just kind of like a, a little notepad, I think is what it was. And it was just kind of like a, uh, like a post-it type thing. You know, it wasn't a post-it, but it was like a, something like that where you tear off 
and you just sign your name, your last four of your social, I think. It might have been your whole social. And uh, I don't know, your name or your address. I don't know exactly what all it asks for, but then you tear it off and you give it to the guy. All right. So, all right. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, gonna, let's continue with Mike. No, wait. Okay. Because you guys, uh, hold uh, on a second. Uh, hold on. Because now you guys got me all fucked up and confused right now. And not you guys from Texas. It's these two, these two guys here. Jamie and, and uh, Tony. So I'm going to let you get to your story, but I, I just want to make sure that the listeners are listening and everything is correct because I think you're confusing them. It just is confusing me. So you, Adrian, was not in the union being represented by a BA. And in the work, and if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the work to write, uh, right, to work. right to work state, you, you get represented regardless if you're in the union or not. Correct? correct. Yes, correct. Okay. Correct. So I have a guy on the chat is 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 like calling you out, but not calling you out. Is telling you everything that you're saying, and he's correcting it on the chat. So I just want to make sure that everything is what it is. Uh, so he said you joined the union after you got fired. Is is that true or not? No, that is not true. Okay. I joined the union beforehand. Okay, so. This BA, when he represented you, was you in the union then when he was representing you? Well, uh, well first of all, let me let me correct you there. He was never representing me. He was there. He was representing the company. But <laughs> well, yes, we know I, was, that. I had already signed the, the paperwork when he showed up to the to the to the office. "Quote unquote," representing me. Yes, I was. I had already what signed What he's that saying paperwork. is that he signed the paperwork, but they never went through with the paperwork, right? Correct. Exactly. Correct. Correct. So, would you think? Would you think that because you wasn't in the union and he was schooling, which he shouldn't be doing, schooling this manager how to fire you? Uh, you you think he was just doing it because you wasn't a paid due union member and he didn't really give a fuck about you? Um, honestly, I, I couldn't tell you what his reason is. However, I don't think that's the case because there's several union paying, uh, union due main right. members that pay their dues and that he just gets rid of them just because they either they maybe they look funny to him or maybe they're proud or maybe they're I don't know what it is. Right. But there's a lot of people that were paying dues. And they fall under the same category as me. How long were you with the company, Adrian? I was with the company officially January 15th of 2018. But I was with the company as a seasonal employee since October of 2017. So in 2018, you were official employee and you got fired in what? 2021? 2020? Uh, no, 2020, August 2020. So you were with the company so almost the a year. So I worked for the company almost three years. Three years, and you never joined the union? Never paid dues, not correct. once? Well, remember, it's a hey, right to work state. That's his, that's his... Yeah, but let, 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 not, let, me tell, let, me, let me explain something to you guys. Right, let me right. explain something Go ahead, to you Mike. The, the, the problem is the way that the local handles their membership. Okay, so right. I was a alternate steward for many years, uh, for most of my time uh, working for the company. I worked for the company, uh, I believe it was 11 years. Um, I had always fought for a union steward to go to the rookie orientation that, you know, HR goes and they show them through the building. And then the union's supposed to have their time to explain to these newcomers 
hey, this is a union shop, this is a union environment, you have the right to join a union, so on and so forth. When I asked for that time from a business agent Robert Tamez, he never got back to me. He was silent. He didn't tell me, yes, it's okay, you can fight for it or no. He never backed me up with me wanting to go. And because a lot of it, a lot of what, like how Adrian is, comes from that problem right there. Mm. Nobody, nobody knows. You just think it's a regular job. It's just like working at Burger King. You just go to work and go to work right. and get your paycheck and go home right. until you start hearing brothers and sisters saying, "Oh, I filed a grievance," and then you're like, hey, "Grievance? What's that? What's you that? know, mm -hmm. you, 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 you got a shop steward? What is that? Right. You know?" And that's the that's the main problem is that the leadership there at local six five seven did not like to keep membership informed they only they pick and choose what they wanted to, to inform members about and pick is that and is that only the bas what about what about the shop steward and what about the other members that are in that so, in six five seven two and they all, be, all the two, all, all they, the all the stewards all, i don't know i can't i can't speak for every building in corpus or san antonio or whatever but i can do i can't speak for the austin stewards and they are all, uh, they were all placed there by Robert Smith. Appointed. Uh, They're appointed, yes. Appointed, okay. yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, can we, Mike, I don't mean to cut y'all off, but we want to hear your story, Mike, so that way we can okay. compile everything together. Okay. So, like I said, I met Adrian uh, through Facebook after hearing the audio. I put two and two together, continued to talk to him until I finally got the truth out of him that it was really his audio. Okay, so my story is I was with the company for 11 years. I was an alternate shop steward for I think six or seven years. Um, uh, once, you know, my first three years in the company, uh, I I was still, I was a union member, but I wasn't an active union member um, until management started screwing around with me uh, in the office every day, over loud, and, you know, whatever. And uh, so then I finally decided to read my contract, learn, learn my rights, and I started fighting back. I started filing grievances. I got real close with the shop steward at the time. I told him I wanted to help him out, and I just fought management. I fought management in Elm Tooth day in and day out. I started representing uh, the preloaders because the preload uh, uh, shop steward didn't do anything for them. He also sided with the company. Uh, he was a guy that had been there for many, many years. He's still there right now, and uh, he doesn't do anything for the preload. Um, so I, I, I did preload uh, business, and then I helped the drivers out. And, you know, during my time, you know, the morale got a little better because they, they saw that somebody was fighting fighting for them. And, you know, the company didn't like it. Uh, around 2019, I, I had uh, – that's – okay, so – Pretty much me and Robert, you know, I got in with Robert, you know, I'd always go to the membership meetings. I was go to the steward seminars. And then I finally started listening around other people. You know, I found the local way to four show. So I looked into Dave Centron and heck and started opening my eyes to the other ideas that, that of how a union could be ran. And then, so I started questioning, Hey, you know, why is it this way? Why, why did you, why did you settle the grievance this way when it settles in the contract? And he didn't like that. Uh, I mentioned uh, a few names from TDU as John Palmer and, and Kimberly Schultz. And a quote from Robert Tamez was, fuck Kimberly Schultz and fuck John Palmer. And it's like, why why do you have that attitude? They're brothers and sisters, you know, and fuck TDU. It's like, why, what's wrong with TDU? It's just an informative program that shows you, like, your your rights, you know, your rights as a member. 
And so j that's when stuff started going downhill. Um, I started slowly getting pushed out. Uh, I was part of the safety committee. I got kicked out of the safety committee for doing uh, for not doing enough uh, hours, uh, safety hours, because I was helping the steward instead of doing safety hours. So they pushed me out there. Um, the shop steward had stepped down. They appointed uh, their, their steward, their guy that had been out of FMLA for many, many years, um, came back and then appointed him instead of me who had been there consistently for the past four years that that guy was out, you know, in the loop, knowing what was going on and already handling business. So they overrode me and picked him and they told management that I could no longer be in the office. I could no longer represent members. I could no longer do any union work, which was bullshit, you know, warranting rights. You pick whoever you want you, as a witness, uh, so on and so forth. So <clears throat> finally, uh, at that time in my life, I was going through some uh, personal stuff, you know, lost the house, got divorced, uh, so on and so forth. So I, I stepped away, you know, it was, it was all fine with me. I just backed off from the union and I, I, I just came to work. I just was dealing with my own demons and, and worked every day. Uh, I didn't file as many grievances. And so then COVID happened. And within COVID, uh, you know, we started in mid-March, uh, our whole city shut down, Corpus Christi, everything shut down. Uh, the businesses, the only employees were allowed in, in their own establishment. Uh, the stripes, all the restaurant, all the restrooms, no restrooms were open. Uh, I was doing an all resi run, uh, that delivered to my apartment complex. And, uh, I was, was using the restroom. I was using the restroom before my lunch hour and I would deliver next door to my, my neighbor, uh, punch out, punch out for lunch and then punch back in for lunch and use the restroom. Uh, I did this all the way up until July when one day, uh, I, I clocked in late. Uh, everybody was clocking in at randomly time. They would say start time, but they never held anybody accountable. Um, I punched in my start time was supposed to be nine 20. I punched in at nine 25 next to another guy that punched in next to me. Uh, they brought me into the office and the, the next day, and then they started questioning my lunch hour. So, you know, I said, I've been doing this for months. Why are you barely questioning it now? You know, he's like, well, you know, you know, it looks like you're stealing time. I was like, but I'm telling you what I'm doing. Uh, you know, he's like, you're using telematics to, to try to discipline me and no supervisor or, or, uh, center manager has witnessed this. He's like, well, I don't use the restroom at your house. Don't do it again. So, uh, of course, you know, the next day I went and I used the restroom at my house because where else am I going to use the restroom with the city being shut down? And, uh, I got terminated. My representation, the, the, the steward at the time that was appointed by Robert Tomez, uh, didn't say anything to defend me. Uh, all he did was there to say, uh, was sign off on the discharge and say, uh, file your grievance. And that was it. So then I had local panel, uh, local panel, nothing was said from business agent, Robert Tomez, uh, besides stating the facts, uh, verifying the facts that are, that are going, you know, how they give you the telematic sheets, you know, your bulkhead door was open for so long, you were stationary for so long, blah, blah, blah. Uh, didn't represent me to the fullest, went to national panel in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, there, uh, I even contacted Robert Tomez to get that free meal. You know, how you get a free dinner when, when you get there before you're hearing, you say, Hey, meet up with us and we'll go, we have dinner and we'll pay for it. Uh, I contacted him, told him I was there. He never contacted me back. So I already knew I was getting thrown underneath the bus. I went to the panel. The only words that were told by Robert Tomez was, uh, brother Hernandez uh, was mistake. Did, did not understand the restroom at domicile rule. 
and it was a mistake. He did not intentionally mean to steal company time. And uh, he had mentioned something else about start time. And then after that, that was that was it. I had to go give my own statement and save my try Wait, to save so, my own. Ass. So you got terminated. So you got terminated for using a bathroom. Yes, yeah, sir. For taking a shit. For taking a shit. He got fired for taking a <laughs> shit. Let me ask. You so what is the mind. policy? I mean, I, I mean, I never heard well, I of such a thing. The issue was that he had. Why am I echoing like so hard? Let me ask you something, uh, no, Mike. No, no, hold um, on. The issue wasn't that he used the bathroom went to take a shit. The issue, I believe, they were trying to say because he had went to his own. You went to your own apartment, house. right, or whatever. Yes, but I had been taking lunch prior. Prior, to, I never. I had, I've always taken lunch at my apartment, but I never took it because I know what it looks like. Hold but on only it. due to COVID. I didn't have any other choice. So. Right. Mike, we're getting another call in. Hold on one so second. So I did my air at, Hold on. until lunchtime at 12, and then I would go to the restroom, punch out for lunch, eat my sandwich. Food goes right through me. That's how my metabolism is. I punch back in for lunch, use the restroom again, and take off. Nice. What they wanted me to do is punch in for lunch and use the restroom while I'm, while I'm on my lunch and then try to eat my food. But gotcha. that doesn't... No, that cuts into my, my time. Yeah, that cuts right. into my time. How Absolutely. am I going to They want me to eat a sandwich while I'm taking a shit, and I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. Uh, we got another caller on the line. Hold on one second, Mike. Uh, mystery caller, what's your name, sir? Or ma'am? Or how what do you like to be a mystery caller? It's Carl, bro. What's going on? Carl Morial? Um, <laughs> delete that call, please. <laughs> Carl Morial calling in from Suffolk. Cut, what's cut up, that Carl? Call off, please. What, what brings you on our show, Carl? Had a What's question for on one of these. Are you calling you had a in question. For, are you calling in for Danny Cross? Shut up, sir. I got a question for Mike. Go ahead. Yes, wait, wait, wait. What did wait. he say? He's got a question for no, Mike. No, but before that. No, I was telling him. I was telling Hector to shut up, but Mike got a question for you. You was, was telling me wait, wait, you What's was going? telling me to shut up? No, I'm telling Hector to shut up. Oh, that's me. <laughs> you telling me to shut the yeah. fuck up? Huh? Yeah, because you asked him calling about Danny Cross. Okay, so I shut him up because I just hung up on him. <laughs> so he could, he hey, could Mike, call back. Hey, Mike, I have a question for you. <laughs> oh, my God. What, you, Fuck that. You, you can't tell the host to shut up, Carl. You were representing members as a safety committee member? You wasn't a steward at the time you you was representing. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, I was an alternate steward. No, yes, sir, oh, I was, was an, an alternate, alternate steward. steward. I, okay. my, my names were on all the grievances as a witness. I've settled grievances uh, for the union, like I was, an, okay. I was a, a legit alternate steward. So yes, now, so now that you you were fired before Adrian, now Adrian is fired. What's the next step now? What happens now? Which our cases we both we both, both had filed NLRB char okay. charges and they both got denied. Really? Wow. But they uh, they. Uh -oh. They told me that they could not use my audio because it was unethical. Even though I explained to them it's more unethical what Robertson has did. So and what's the next step? However, how, what's the next they step? They dismissed the charges, and we're going back to the NLRB because we put union charges against Robertson Mess and Frank Perkins. They took the audio. They took my transcript that I wrote up. And they fired Robert Tamez for right. the for for doing what he did. So if they used your information. Yeah, Shouldn't your case be, be heard again by NLRB, being that they used your information? So we're gonna. So the new evidence we put is the uh, the transcript 
from the charges okay. and also the uh, the decision. So that's going to be the new evidence okay. that this guy was not in our best interest. And so we're going to try to get them to, to hear us out and, and see oh, what's going on. Oh, there. y'all getting any any type of help? What about... Hold on I, a second, Jamie. We got Carl Morial back on the line. Hey, Carl. What's up, Carl? Hold on, Carl. No, Carl's got to talk. Go ahead, oh, Carl. Are y'all, are y'all getting any type of help? Did y'all ever reach out to maybe the the odds slate or the power slate to help y'all with something like this, being that they're running for international? Well, the, uh, the environment in Herrera State did reach out because, of course, the international got involved. The international investigator came down from from Seattle, or oh, I think it's Seattle, uh, Washington. Area. Michael Berenbaum. From the te- yeah, Michael Berenbaum. He did come down. He needed to get involved. So the, the international is very aware of what happened and, you know, helped judge and rule uh, over this joint counsel case. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they denied Tomez's appeal to stay unless he has new evidence against Adrian in his case, then they would allow him to appeal. But mm. there's... There's no evidence. There's uh, no evidence. Carl Morial, are you still on the line? Carl? I, I passed him in. Carl, nope, Carl's not uh, on. Carl. Hey, oh, uh, let me, can, can I say something real quick? Yeah, sure, Adrian. I, I, I noticed uh, I'm reading all the comments on your, on your page, and a lot of people, well, there's one in particular that keeps trying to say that I wasn't a union member. And so my thing to that is, if you if you're buying a service, say say you're paying for internet or you're paying for satellite dish, right? You're putting in your money for that, and they don't provide that service. What are they doing? They're essentially stealing your money, right? Right. So why why is he trying to say that I wasn't paying union dues when they weren't providing any service to anybody? Right. Not just me. They weren't providing any any kind of service to anybody. I agree with you. It's so, 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 so this this local was ran by fear. They're fear mongering local. If you have any thought, if you have any brain, you have any personality of yourself. If you don't listen to what they say, they push you out. So I was the type of guy that always asked questions. I was the guy that when Palmer was running up against Perkins. Uh, Back in, what was it, 18? Was that when the ne- negotiating contract was? Well, the last local election that we had, I pushed for, uh, to, what is it, Mark Timlin and Palmer. They all came down. You know, they, they went to go talk to guys at the hubs, and I got some flyers, and I started passing them out. And so because I was exercising my right as a member because I didn't agree with the services that I was paying for, they, they started ousting me. That's when I started getting cutting from the hold, safety committee. Hold on. They told me no hold on a second. Hold on a second while we just patch. Just because I wanted to, Carl, I wanted to try in? something different, they huh? pushed me out. They, 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 they eliminated Damn, me. Damn, I can't get Carl Because in. I was a threat. Can you hold on a second? I just got to make one phone call because something is going on well, I here. Got, I got Carl's question. Carl Let's wants to. Relax. Some... Relax. Yeah, I'm going to call him. Relax. You guys are so tight asses. Carl. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm no, here. Hold on. Hold on. Carl, you on there? It keeps cutting off when I try to merge him into the to the call. Maybe we got too many. So, 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 Mike, Mike, and Adrian, have y'all have y'all reached out or found anyone else that have similar situations? Hold on, Jamie. Or? I told you to hold on for a second. You, can you while I'm speaking, Mike. No, you can't, you can't because I'm trying to merge these guys. <laughs> Carl, you there? I'm here. Carl. 
It keeps hanging up on me. I you, know. Bro. Every time he, I start he, he to merge you. Purpose, no. You're no good to the show, Carl. Dickhead, shut up. Uh, look, <laughs> I'm going to try to merge you again. Hold on. Yeah, can't hear him either. Carl, are you yeah, there? Yeah, they, they, it keeps cutting off when I try to merge them. Well, well, our one of our one of our members from Local Eight Hundred Four was asking, uh, Mike, uh, was there an issue with your start time? Why were you changing the start the start time in your dyad? Was I changing my start? I, I clocked in whenever I got there. I didn't put nine twenty if I wasn't there at nine twenty. I got there at nine twenty five, and that's the time that I clocked in. So when you were when they were trying to discharge you, were they saying that you were changing the time on your start? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. They 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 try to say that I was falsifying time, and I told them you you nobody's everybody's just because of the, okay. Our boardroom is very very small. It's not six feet apart, so I'm not going to come in with everybody. Okay, so at the time they were letting members work that were sick and that were already they knew that they were sick, right. and then they made them work for a whole week. And didn't tell anybody that they were sick. And finally, once that member went to go get tested, then they let them stay home. I wasn't about to risk my family and my life because we didn't. It was in the beginning. We didn't know what was going on. We didn't know how. Like you know what I mean? We knew nothing about this virus. So I I came in later than everybody else. And they were writing people up. You know, they were letting everybody just do their own thing. And then they just wanted to hold me accountable. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do. I didn't go to PCM. They were having PCMs. I didn't go to PCMs. I got I punched in. I'd go straight to my truck. I'm not going to go to a gathering or go be around people that I know that are already sick. All right. You know what I mean? All I, right, Mike. Hold on work. a second because now you know if someone's going to type in some stuff, why don't you just call in the show? It's this guy typing. He said that you were taking two hour lunch instead of encoding in for one hour. I want this guy to call. If if you don't if you don't call or identify who you are, I will be blocking you from the track. I, I think I think I know who he is. Oh yeah. J Dog J Dog twenty one. We already know we we already know who it is. Uh Robert Samez, Frank Perkins, uh his little minions, as I call them, they're all listening. We're not hiding. Where we we posted we posted the audio online, and we've been telling people to to join the show because uh, these people are going to be doing this, and and I just want to let everybody know that there's more of us than there are of these corrupt people. Right. Um, I can't say for sure for sure, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure this guy's name is Jesse. Um, or well, whatever. Quick, I blocked him. I blocked you, and and this is what I do. I have that control. If you can't be straight up a person that identify yourself by your name or call up the show and talk what you're talking, then you are a fucking piece of shit garbage guy. And I don't fuck with those guys. If you're gonna be real, be real. You gotta be real. Exactly. If you wanna be real, be real here. They can't be transparent because every time they open their mouth, it's a lie, and we catch on their bullshit. Uh, we've caught them several times. This one guy attacked another guy. Uh, he was asking if he was recording them. Obviously, he's recording. And instead of, hey, look, I just want to talk to you. If you have nothing to hide, why, why does it worry you if you're getting recorded or not? You know. And at the end, we posted this on our page, uh, and... This guy was just, he kept asking, hey, I know you're recording me. I know you're recording. Why are you recording me? Why are you getting so defensive? They get to the point where this guy attacks the guy that was recording. So uh, so for the record, it, 
Mike Hernandez, you weren't coding off two hours for lunch, right? For one hour? No, sir. I was coding out my, my 60 minutes. Oh, okay. And he says that your job was saved four other times for the same well, shit? Well, forget. Don't even repeat what I he says. Because know. you know why? Because he's a coward. The guy's a coward. He's saying a different name on there. He's not calling the radio station to identify who the fuck he is. So he's a nobody. So we shouldn't even give him that recommendation. You know, like, that recognition of fucking answering any of his fucking questions. Right. I still want to well, know I'll, if you I'll were, do, if they I'll try do, to fire I'll you four other times. His, his name is Jesse Aguirrela. Agrella, something Agrela. like that. Something like that. He's Agrela, Agrela, Jesse, Jesse Agrella. And I'm gonna call him out here in a little bit. It, it's all good. It's all, all right, good. Page. Just, just so, continue. So our page, I, I, I want to let people know to uh, to join our page. It's called Exposed Corrupt Union Officers, and we named it that because we're going after the corrupt union officers. We're not against the union, of Is course not. The union, yes. it give us. Good, good, good pay rate, our, our insurance. Exactly. We're not against the union. We're against the corruption within the union. And we wanna, we're going to call we him out. Go, go for it, Adrian. Oh, oh I, I just wanted to say we, this page was to get the little people to show and, and, and come forth and not be afraid of the corruption. Uh, if they want to join, they can join. If they want to post anonymous, they can also post anonymous. Nobody will know who they are. They can post their story. They can ask for help. They, they can do whatever they want. And so that's that's what this page is made. We, 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 we created this page so we can leave the be the union in a better standing than when we found it. But when we found it, man, it wasn't it wasn't good. You know, right now it's still not good. I gotta so ask this for the better for our brothers and sisters so that they don't have to live in fear. They don't have to worry. Oh, am I going to lose my job over this discipline? Or, you know what I mean? A am I going to get back pay? Or am I just going to be lucky, just going to be grateful to have my job back as what's been told to a few members in our local. Just be lucky you got your job back. Don't worry about the back pay. Just be uh, lucky you got your job I back. I got to ask a question, not to you, Mike. What's the other guy's name? Adrian. 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 So now that you've been, you're working at a right to work state and you've been through this, uh, this nonsense that this BA and you wasn't in the union then. What do you look at as a union now that you can tell other people that are thinking the same way you were thinking back then? And how do should they join a union or should they shouldn't be with you or wait till they something happens to them to join a union? What what can you say to the new guys? So I would tell the new guys to join the union. I would for sure to educate them and tell them everything about the union because it's 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 a great idea when it's not corrupt when these people are just stealing your money so i would tell them yes join the union and and be involved go vote and get these guys out you know Well, I want to give a shout out to you guys because apparently, why am I sounding so? I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I just want everybody to. I don't know, like from what Adrian was doing, as far as taking notes. Wait, 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 wait! Somebody, somebody, either mute yourself or you're making too much noise back there. Adrian, can you mute your phone real quick? There you go. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. I want to thank you guys for coming on the air and talking about this and exposing uh, the the exec some of the executive board members of six five seven, especially the secretary treasurer, for the way they were behaving. Because I spoke to a to a, a one of the shop stewards, uh, a guy by the name of Chance Rosebrock, who's a good member of of out there in Texas, and you know he supports you guys. And he was telling me that because of what you guys did and some of the things that they've heard and what they've been dealing with, it's actually been bringing the membership closer together. They're actually uniting. They, they're, definitely, uh, they're definitely coming to more meetings now and paying attention to what's going on because of a lot of stuff that you guys are out there bringing to the light. You know, so, so at the end of the day, sometimes even with us in Local 804, we went through some bad stuff a couple of years ago with a bad executive board. And, you know, it banded us together, and we're a very strong local right now because of it and because the new executive board that we did put into power that we voted in has been doing an outstanding job, and we've been standing there with them toe-to-toe. So you say years ago with a bad executive board. What, what years was that? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the three years before these last three that we had. Oh, okay. okay. You remember that? Uh, right yeah <laughs> okay i'm trying to figure out what you was speaking yeah. about <laughs> not not these last these last three years have been amazing so you know uh chance shout out to chance uh hopefully i'll get to hear him sometime in a week or two we'll 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 get to have him on and, and talk about the unity that these situations has created down there in texas i'm sorry that you guys are, are discharged and are still fighting um but you know uh, the one good thing that has come from it is that it's it exposed it exposed what was happening, and the other members now are paying attention, and they're very aware. They're looking to remove that executive board. They got a slate. They're putting them together, and they're trying to get these guys out. So kudos to you two gentlemen. All well, right? they said the Viama slate reached out to them. What about Thank the you. No, they didn't, they didn't say Viama reached out to them. They said the IBT sent somebody to go check no, what's going no, on. No, 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 the, the, no, the, the, the Viama slate did reach out to us. I know yes, they did. Don't tell me what I heard. Yes. I know what I heard. So, so I, they did. So who from the, who from the Viarma slate reached out to you? So, uh, <laughs> uh, um, I, I, I don't know if we want to give out that information just yet. No, don't give yes. it out just yet because I don't. We don't want to hurt your case. But someone from the but we only we only we we will only say the only thing we can say is that Michael Barenbaum was sent to investigate the the local and. Uh, his investigation is still ongoing. Uh, we're still waiting to hear whether we're going to come back or not, or what's going to happen, what the decision is going to be. We still don't know any of that. Well, somebody from the eyes slate should reach out to y'all too. This, this is, this seems like a very important case, and it, and it actually can help out people from other locals too. So, some one right. of them should reach out to y'all, being that they're running for the international. This is a big case, man. This ain't no yeah, that case. local, that local is a half a slate, uh, half a local. Uh, how many yeah. members are six five seven? Uh, what did he say? Fifty one thousand. There's a video on our page. It can't be fifty. Yeah, it can't be fifty one thousand because fifty one hundred yeah. maybe. Maybe fifty one hundred. Something like that. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Fifty one hundred. The question I have is: Jim is John Palmer involved in the six five seven local? Is he from that local? He was running for president, uh, right? You guys said yes, y yes, uh, yes. He was running for president and uh, against Frank Perkins, and he he lost. You know, because these everybody that's that that comes out of this local, they don't want to. They don't want to push against. They don't want to push against the grain because they know what happens if you do. If you get you, you get targeted. Management comes in and they'll swipe you out. Mm. 
Mm. Is the entire loco on trustee ship? Uh, there, it hasn't been on trustee ship yet, but uh, I think it's on the verge of getting there. Yeah, that's one of those things that uh, we're waiting on the decision to see what's going to happen. Right. Wow. Well. So 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 John Palmer is isn't isn't even like okay like you know John Palmer can't travel. You you already know what Hoffa did to John Palmer. He, he blocked him. We're paying dues. We're paying salary to a guy that's not not even allowed to work. Not not only one you know guy. I mean? He he did it to all six teams this United uh, candidates that won. They paying them seventy five thousand dollars a year for the next five years, and they are blocked from even gathering information to give to the membership. They're not allowed to go to any of these locals because Hoffa blocked them from doing their job. So they are using our Teamsters union members money and paying these guys and just keeping them on the back you know in the backstage. Yeah. Which is a half a thing. See, you know half a rather pay something something like that. See, I I didn't even know. Like I said, I only started opening my eyes the last year. And let me tell you something, within the last year, the last, the first three months, I learned so, so much uh, about everything, about the union, the NLRB, the EEOC, everything, whatever you, you name it, I've started to learn about it. Uh, not that I know everything, but I started to learn about it. And let me tell <laughs> yeah, you definitely. something, one of the things, one of the things I heard about the local 657 is... I, I can't really say that it's a fact or that I have evidence on it. I can't say that just yet. However, I did ask uh, Michael Berenbaum to look into the books. I said, I want you to make an audit when I talk to him. I said, uh, I want you to make an audit. I want to, I want you to look at all the books, uh, all the numbers, take a close eye. His response was, I think they just got audited, uh, but we can look into it. I said, well, I want you to do it again, and I want you to look at their numbers. Take a said, closer look. Take I keep a closer hearing, look. I keep hearing that these guys, they go to strip clubs, they go to bars, they pay for alcohol, they pay for strippers, they pay for maybe even drugs, I don't know. And I can't say that it's true. I can't say that it's true. But there's a reason that I, that I hear these things, you know? There's a reason for it. And that's why I told them to look at those numbers. Uh, Mike, do you think, think so. this? Uh, do, do you think this group is headed towards trusteeship? I I believe so. Um, you know, I, the the amount of people that that have gotten terminated that you know, with, like we're reaching out during this page, we're reaching out to different members and listening to their stories, and you know, some of them are valid. You know, some of them are valid, but then there there are more non-valid ones than there there are. The you know so. Uh, if everybody steps up, we all uh, come together in solidarity and we go to the NLRB and say, hey, you know, we weren't represented correctly. I believe that the IBT will see what's going on and they're going to trustee this local. Wow. We should, pro we should probably do one of those change.org protest things and send it around to, to everybody that you know that's within that works in the 657 and try to get more people on board that probably was yeah. fired before. I, I think y'all have a good chance of coming back, man. 
I, I, out of this, out of this, you know, uh, a lot of good things came. I, I got more fellow brothers with me now. I made new brother, uh, new brothers and sisters. Um, uh, this is an eye opener to the local. You guys need to pay attention to what's going on. Don't always listen to what's being told. Mm. You have a brain. You have a brain. Use it. Do your research. Uh, say that again. Say that again. Of, you of, have a what? What? You have a brain. Jeff, Jamie. Brain. Jamie doesn't know how to spell that. Jamie spelled brain. <laughs> <laughs> Not Brian, brain. B R I A N. And you guys need to not be scared and vote. Out of the five thousand people, only six hundred voted. That, that, that's that were the numbers for for our local. You know, absolutely. A lot of these guys, like I, like I said, they just go they just go to work and they don't pay no mind because they don't want to say they don't want to go against the grain and and speak their mind because they're afraid they're going to get cut. Plain and simple. I wanna, I wanna uh, say something about this comment. They put uh, the timing is suspicious. Um, yeah, it, it is rather suspicious, and all these people have made it political. A lot of, a lot of people that quote unquote are helping us have made it political. I won't name any names yet, but I think that's what's going on. Um, as far as the timing goes, this again, uh, my perfect. Well. Well, my harassment started back around Mother's Day. That's when everything started. They had me work 70 hours that week. And then they still, they, they, they fired me that week too. And that's when the harassment started. And that's when they started picking on me. All right, this was Mother's Day. What, Mother's Day, what is it, in May? Yeah. And so I got fired in August, in August. And then I've been trying to come back. I've been trying to fight this since then. Now, it's been a slow and steady process. And just recently, we've started to make what, what appears that we started to make a movement that uh, it's, it looks and feels like we're starting to get results just now. But it's, this hasn't been an easy process. It's, a, it's been a learning process and it's been taking forever to get people to hear us out. But you can't uh, give again, up. We, we, Correct. We placed charges with the NLRB, the EEOC, and they just dismissed the charges. So it's not like it's been an easy thing, you know. But we're not gonna give up. Did, did you read what she meant? Did you read what she meant by the timing is suspicious? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Being that John Palmer is running on the ice slate now. Ooh. Wow. John Palmer's been running. John Palmer's been running though. He's been running. It's not nothing new, you know. Uh, people can say what they want to say. I think the timing is perfect. And, you know, it's yes, it's election year, but I mean, the time that we're in during the COVID and the company running all over us, it's 22-4 language. Like, it's you know, we we saw what happened. What Dennis Taylor did. We saw what what the negotiating committee negotiated for us. Robert Thomas was on the Southern Region negotiating team, and guess what? He was okay with cameras being installed in package cars. I'm not for that. He was okay with 22-4 language. I'm not for that. I'm for more full-time drivers. The way things, technology is being abused, that, that, that language is crap. That technology language, they use that loophole, that cardinal sin, quote unquote, loophole to get rid of whoever they want on both sides. Right. We need Let me tell you something. With, the, with those cameras, that's a big lawsuit waiting to happen for UPS. And I just wish that I was still working for UPS when they put those cameras up there, when they come up to me and say, oh, this is, this is what happened, this is what happened. Let me tell you something. It's a single-party state. 
That's a wiretap. That is just a lawsuit waiting to happen. They weren't there. They didn't see it. I'm the only one that's driving that truck that is allowed to record or do anything about that. That's just a, that's just a lawsuit. Let them know, Adrian. And, and, that's, and that's what that's why I'm here. That's this is why I'm letting you guys know and 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 giving this information out. The 224. If you if you're voting for anybody who supports the 224 language, you need to you need to look for another candidate. Because 224. The 224 language is is all BS. They can't they can't work in the hub and then drive. They can't, uh, supervisors will, won't let them come into the, to nope, the hub to nope, work. Absolutely as not. Unload or, they're, they're, or all, they're all just driving. They drive. They're all just driving, Adrian. Most of them are all just driving. It's very rare that they come inside and do work. Anyway, listen, our time's almost up here. We got five more minutes real quick before you guys go. Uh, I want you guys to tell us again what is the page that you guys created to expose all the corruption that some, unfortunately, some locals are going through right now. And uh, you could help us expose them all just by starting this page. So, you know, and, and we're just dealing with just real corruption here, folks. Don't just start calling and getting on their page because you feel, oh, you got fired because, you know, you actually punched somebody in the face or you, or you really did a cardinal sin and you deserved it and you felt like you deserve your job. No, this is for real fucking corruption here. Bullshit. People getting fired for bullshit business agents out there trying to help and side with management okay locals that are using the dues paying members money to do things they shouldn't be doing these are all things that we have to talk about um so where can they go to expose these corrupt uh executive board members so our facebook page is exposed corrupt union officers oh uh, that's right now that's all we have is just a facebook page but I don't know if we start getting more followers, we, we might start expanding to Twitter and, and Instagram and I don't know, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, every media out there will we'll, we'll expand. All right, Mike, do you, you want to say anything, Mike, before you go? Last words? Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, remember to the members, they work for you. Your dues pay their salaries. You have the right to say who you want to represent you at the time. So if you don't like what you're seeing, vote. Solidarity, my brothers and sisters. Thank you, brother. Adrian, anything you want to say before you go, Adrian? I just want to say thank you for having us. Thank you for uh, letting us talk about our issues, our stories, getting us out there, and just sharing our information. Well, we appreciate knowledge, you. Knowledge is power. We, appre we appreciate you, Adrian, Mike, for coming out and uh, having the balls to talk about and deal with what's going on. Keep thank us you. informed, please. Thank you. Yep, Keep you guys have informed, my number. Please. You can call me anytime. You have Hector's number. You guys want to call on the show. We'll have another conversation a couple of weeks down the road. Uh, I would like to mention real quick, at 804, the 22-4s, uh, having a meeting August 2nd for Suffolk, Melville, Nassau, and Laurelton. Flyers will be distributed with more details in the coming two weeks. That is coming from the legendary Dave Carew. Thank you very much, Dave Carew. I want to thank everybody for listening to Mike and Adrian's story here tonight and listen to us today talk about all the issues going on around our local. Um, as always, I want to thank and, and please reach out to the families and members of the GoFundMe pages that we spoke about today. Help out in any way you can. 
And uh, thank you, I, I, Jamie, for I, showing up today on the helicopter. I guess the helicopter's ready to take you back. I just want to say thank you to Hector for not letting call join on the call. That was a plus for you. I didn't want to hear calls. Before. You're an asshole <laughs> because I was trying to get him on. Carl could take your place anytime. So right, solidarity, stay he united. Me. And it was yes. a joke between me and Carl. Yeah, Carl said, Tell me to shut the fuck up. And I told him, I control this show. That's right. Solidarity, That's right. stay united. We're here to put the U back in union. That's right. And listen, this is the What the Heck show, Union Power Radio. We're not going nowhere, and you have nowhere to hide. Stop hiding behind the fucking, uh, hide under a fucking rock. Come out and be transparent. If you're going to run, you're going to fucking run. Whippy fucking do. You have the right to run. You have the right to tell the membership that you're running. Don't be a coward. Just say that you're going to do it, and that's it. Let the members deal from that. Let them vote. Let them know how transparent you are. Oh, you, wanna, you, you want the mic? Okay. So here at the What The Heck Show, we speak what we say. I mean, this is how it is. We tell you how it is. You don't like it. Go listen to somewhere else. Get the fuck out of here. I don't need it. I don't give a fuck if it was one person listening or a thousand people listening. We're going to tell you how it is. We're not going to hold out. out well, definitely not me. So if I have something to say, I'm going to say it. The way you accept it or receive it, that's on you. The way you handle it is on you. But you always have the right to call here at the radio show, 347-403-0705. And let it be heard. Because I'll call you the fuck out. This is the way it is here on Union Power Radio, the What The Heck Show. It's always been like that, and it's going to continue to be that way. So all you haters, fuck you. Simple as that. Anyway... Thank you for listening to the What The Heck Show. And I want to thank the guys from Local 657, which is Mike. I forgot the other guy's name. Are you on the air still? Adrian. 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 Sorry, Adrian. I, I'm not good. I'm, my English is not very good looking, bro. So uh, I just wanted to be straight up with the guy that was talking all that shit on the fucking text. That shit annoys the shit out of me when you write your fake ass name and you write your fucking, you write all this bullshit. Call up the radio show. Let the people know who you are. Don't be a coward. This is a transparent radio station. So hey, just say what you got to say. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the way I am. So all you haters, fuck you again. We'll be here on uh, July 25th on another show. I think we're going to be on the row. I don't know. I got to talk to uh, to Mr. Mr. Who, who, uh, Mr. Popularity? He, he, you know, he wants to be on everybody's show, Tony. So, anyway, thank you for listening to the What the Heck show here on Union Power Radio. We're not going nowhere. We'll be here for the rest of the remainder of trying to get the education out there. Stuff like what you just heard about 657, those are education moments. So, thank you for listening and peace out, my brothers and sisters.
Union Power Radio every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your hosts Tony Rosario and Jamie Hayes. Union Power Radio, every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your hosts, Tony Rosario and Jamie Hayes.